welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey there, guys. Jonathan Munsell, the president of the International Detailing Association. And um, I was fortunate enough to be given a, a few seconds here to talk a little bit about the IDA. So I thought I would do that here today with you. And uh, if you don't know what the, the IDA is, the International Detailing Association, it's the leading industry association for professional detailing operators, suppliers, distributors, consultants to the industry. Um, and there's really two things that really govern us. You know, it's really our mission and our vision. And our mission is really about promoting the success and growth of the professional detailing community. Um, so we are really in your, in your corner and we want to do everything we can to help your business grow and to see more people come into the industry and raise the professionalism of it. Um, we also have a mission or a vision statement, which is to be the lead advocate and premier source of information for the professional detailing community. And there's no better place. We have tons of information, um, especially when you're a member, you get access to a tremendous amount. Um, and really with all that, the, you know, the IDA is, you know, one of those places where you have people ask, you know, what do they get out of it? And uh, it's, this is a, a, a governing body for the people, by the people. Um, we're all volunteers from the president on down. And it's really about, you know, you, you get out of what you put into it. So, you know, when I think about it, it's about, you know, getting involved. And the more you put in, the more you get out. So, you know, find a, one of the committees that you can be involved with. Or certainly, you know, locally, we have a big regional uh push to get the IDA closer to folks in your hometown type of thing. And we'd love folks to help us out all around the, the country with that. And then the world, we're expanding chapters right now all over the world. And we can certainly use our members coming together to help do that and to further it as an international association. So if there's anything I can ever do to help, certainly reach out to me. Once again, Jonathan Munsell, or certainly go to theida.com. And there's actually a page there called Get Involved. So thank you very much. I hope you guys, if you're, uh, I hope your members already. And if not, I hope you join soon. Thank you. Hey everyone, this is Sheldon Kay, show manager of Mobile Tech Expo. I wanted to give you an update on what's happening with the Las Vegas show, September 5th through 7th at the South Point Hotel and Casino. We just launched our education schedule with five different session tracks, including detailing, business, marketing, PDR, and product knowledge. I'm also excited to announce that IDA will be doing certified detailer training Thursday morning. Hotel rates start at just $65 a night, so be sure to book your room and book your education day pass because both will sell out. Hope you all have a great month of June, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, DJ Marshall, auto wash. Auto wash, second time there. This is your second time there. It's my first time. I thought you went there the first time, though, when... You, you helped uh, Sarah move. I helped Sarah move. We never went to Auto Wash. Really? We barely made it out of her apartment. You did. She not, went to work. Not like that, but I didn't really go out. Like, like Sarah went to work one day while we were there, but then Jen and I rolled around. Okay. Yeah, I never went to Auto Wash. Nice. Jen and I went and hung out. Not nice. A couple different places. And then one day, I went to go work and meet up with some guys, and... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, 
And she went to go to this little Bavarian bar place that we had found the day before, and she did some work. Then we met up later. Anyway, I had never been to Ottawash. Well, it's what do you think? Like, it's top of the line. You didn't even see it all. I get it. They briefly talked about their reclaim system. Like, dude, the technology that's in that detail center. Incredible. It really is. Incredible. It, it is one of the top detail facilities in the country. People will start seeing them, yeah. I think, in the future. And, I mean, you got Sarah from Wonderlust Dude, as the manager. A like rock star, man. Oof. That was a good, good, good find for them. It, it, uh, yeah. And like, I think that's what Sarah even said. They they were like, okay, you're hired. Like, they immediately she was, want she, she was there doing a PDR training. Mm-hmm. Got an offer letter when she got back home to Florida. Yeah. Like, dude. Like, yeah. She's a unicorn. She is. So um, we get the chance after Rupes training um, to go meet with Mr. and Mrs. Ottowash. Dude, it was so fun. And had a really great time. Yeah. Really did. Yeah. I think there's definitely really good nuggets of information. We posed a question about, you know, detailers that mock car washes. Then we talk about, you know, if you're a detailer that has a car wash that's close to you, what's the best way of trying to network and, like, why fight them? Why not share some of that customer base? Like, yeah, no joke. Seriously, why not? So how can a detailer be a part of a car wash and start to grow their business that way? I had an incredible episode. We're going to have to have number two. Yeah. Oh, there is a part two. There is a part two. Oh, To be yes. continued later. And it gets, it gets. Yeah, because we just got too long. We we're like, okay. Like, yeah, we're an hour and. It was a bit. Touching an hour and a half. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But no, the sec part two is going to be freaking great. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, hope you guys enjoy. Um, all I can say is really cool people. Um, DJ only had his hand on my lap a couple times. Shut the and, hell up, uh, dude. It's. It's, it's you all had good. to slip something I didn't need. Like, you did. You did good the entire <laughs> intro. I'm like, we didn't come out the gate with anything stupid. Like, we're doing good. This is my kids listen to this intro, <laughs> and then you go there. I, I'm sorry. I thought I remembered you doing that. No, that was yeah, not me should. at all. Nope, not me at all. What was that? A different place. Are we talking about Denver again? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm pretty sure you made some joke or something at one point in time. I don't know what you're talking about. Really? Nope. Hmm. I'm stopping this. Okay. Hope you guys enjoy. Thanks as always. <laughs> Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, where DJ gets educated on how to sleep in the bed at the same time. What in the hell are you talking about? So last night. What? <laughs> <laughs> so last night, we're getting out of the elevator. And you run <laughs> to the room because you're going to piss your pants. <laughs> oh, and, and my yes. phone was dead, so I couldn't even record the damn thing. <laughs> That's very true. I was running. Okay. Was it the afternoon then? There's some point in time. There's another guy in the elevator with us. And I go, uh, <laughs> he was hanging out. Like I was like, man, hurry up. I'm about to beat that ass. Get up, get out of here. Well, that was not what you said. You're about to tag that ass yeah, or something, something gay. <laughs> totally gay could be taken the wrong way well because isn't it pride weekend so we came in from pride weekend that's right? tomorrow it starts at 11. Oh, we get to bad. breakfast by 10 we can get there by 11. 
that explains why the local brewery was starting to be a little crazy this season. There you we were go. totally fine with it. Right. That's how we start a podcast. That is how we start it. We are at, on location of Auto Wash, and um, I have not been here. DJ, you've been here before. I have. Very impressive place. If you're ever in Denver, definitely stop by. I'm sure they don't mind tours, right? Yeah, just not roll on in. Definitely yeah. a nice place to check out. you gotta got to come see it. Love meeting new people. Especially when there's beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not a regular event. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah we, we got into the front and we're like, hey, we're here to drink some beer. And the two, I don't know who your employees up front are. They're just like team members. Uh, team members sorry. Crew members, I think. They might call employees. Black no, she said crew. Crew members. <laughs> and they're just like, huh, drink beer? I, um, I don't know that we have beer here. <laughs> like, we came for beer. No, there's beer here. I got my koozie. <laughs> I got a glass. And yeah, maybe. That's exactly they they what they she went. said. She yeah. came back here. She's like, uh, some guy just showed up with a koozie. <laughs> but, but he's got an IDA badge, so. Yeah. Must be good. Must be, yeah. Must be good. <laughs> Let him in. <laughs> so you stopped by when you came into town and you visited Sarah. Yeah. So my wife and I came down last month for a kind of anniversary type weekend trip. And uh, you just can't come to Denver and not say hi to Sarah, especially since she's here. So, And then being at the new facility, it was kind of a no-brainer. So we stopped by and toured it. And yeah, it was great. And then a couple days later, I was in Nashville at the car wash show. That is right. You guys met Literally right, yeah. like two days later mm-hmm. and was leaving, was, got my uh, got my food. was like, hold on. I got to have sweet tea. Like, I'm in Nashville. What was I thinking? I'm eating barbecue. I got to get sweet tea. So I stopped. The convenience store, right? Got a little. No, yeah. there at Jack's. I yeah. said, yeah. hey, I need some sweet yeah. tea. Because we talked about this, right? Sweet tea, you got to put in the sugar at the beginning you don't make tea later with sugar. It's got to be done at the beginning. Okay, yeah. And sure. it's the way they did it. If they got unsweet tea or they got sweet tea, they go with the sweet tea. It's going to be better. Okay. And I grab my sweet tea and I turn around and I see a guy with an auto wash shirt on and I go, oh, hey, tell Sarah I said hi. And then I, I took like two or three steps and I went, wait a second. It's a guy from auto wash here. He must be the auto wash. Mr. Auto Wash in the guy. flesh. <laughs> and so we sat down. Yeah. You guys had already eaten, mm-hmm. and but you guys were gracious enough to watch me. I was out. actually I was actually outside well, on the phone. I ate he in did. front of him. Oh, yes, he I'm had sorry. to go get her. I was outside on the phone, in. and Dennis like flags me down like this is his long lost buddy, and I'm going. <laughs> and I, I think I seriously told my mom, who's giving me like the update on the kids. I'm like, I don't know who the hell Dennis is with, but I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Some, some random guy. Yeah. yeah. So we got to meet and hang out there. Uh, but why don't you introduce your guys self? Tell us who you are. Yeah, so uh, Dennis Beeson with Auto Wash and Aaron, uh, my wife, and um, we uh, own uh, Auto Wash car washes uh, and detailing shop and product line. And um, uh, yeah. What else did you want to know? <laughs> Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. That works. And what beer are we drinking? Um, that's a great question. Yes, who picked it out? <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the labels, um, we have, you, you said local beer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Haste and infused. Sarah picked it up. And I look said, at that, I, look at that can. I love that. Yeah. I've got no time whatsoever to get out to go get beer. So I was like, somebody go grab some beer and just local whatever. So we have Hazed and Infused Boulder Beer Company and River Wright Tropical Wheat Ale with coconut and passion fruit. Whoa. That sounds very Sarah-ish. Which is a good river beer from Denver, Colorado as well. So definitely local beers. They sound interesting. They sound very interesting. Are you guys partaking Absolutely also? Absolutely, I am. Yeah. 
And I'm guessing River Right, I saw something about it being for conservation of, yeah, 2% of all of their proceeds go to uh, River Funds. I wouldn't expect less from Sarah. Yeah, Absolutely. great call. I'm really looking forward to that. Wheat Ale with coconut and passion fruit. That's awesome. Hazed and confused pale ale. Okay, nice. Good choice, Sarah. <laughs> Let us partake. Something Good I've never sure. seen before. Good choice. Which one are we starting first? <laughs> <laughs> you got the river's right. Which one? Which one do you want to try? Oh, it doesn't matter to me. River right? right. They're both good to drink, so. It sounds right. like it might be equivalent to like a Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty close. Pretty close. Let's see how fruity it is. Mm. Mm. There's some fruit there. Wow, that coconut's Whoa. strong. It is. That's kind of interesting. That yeah. That's like a. That's, yeah. Like dessert. Mm hmm. Some beers say coconut and this and that. Well, that's you coconut. Don't taste it, but yeah. you can definitely taste the coconut here. That is really it's good. It's also a very feminine label. It is. It is. I mean, that's why Mike beer, likes it. It's, uh -huh. <laughs> it's very purple and teal and yeah. makes you want to go hang out the river. matches your eye color. <laughs> <laughs> your blood, uh, matches your cheeks now. Bright, fun, <laughs> and summer stoked. Nice. Summer stoked. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. It's summer. That's pretty good. It is really good. I'm not a beer guy. <laughs> Now you are. Hey, you found your beer. Yeah, you know, that's what we well, always say. When you're welcome. Say they're not a beer person. We're like, you just haven't yep. had the right one. Yeah. A Coors Light or something like that. Oh, oh my I man, know. yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Well, to, to his credit, well, we are from Denver. You know, you know, it's interesting, though. I spent 10 years in Wichita, Kansas, yeah. though, so not too far from you guys. And I was, it was all Bud Light then, or Coronas. Mm -hmm. But then when I came back to Colorado, I couldn't have the Bud Light just didn't taste great because the Coors was just, just so good. That much better. Especially here in Colorado, Denver? are you hearing fresh. this? Like, I want to rewind this podcast and do and just <laughs> play that over and over and over and over again. <laughs> you know, I, like you I can. have a Coors buddy. You, you do, and you should let him know that you called it a bottom of the barrel beer, and it's no longer your top. You got favorite. me drunk to make me. And it, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, try this beer, this beer, this beer." And by the time I was done, all I was tasting was crap in the bottle of my glass, and he poured Coors on top of crap, and it tastes like the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Live on the podcast. Oh, what is this crap? It's bottom of the barrel. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. All right, so we want to hear, you know, give us your give us your background story. Um, where'd you guys grow up? Oh. Tell us about how you know who you guys both were as kids, where you went to high school, all that good stuff. Like, no. like give us the some good, history. Give us the yeah, good story. The, good stuff. I want the fun stuff. Yeah. The, you want well, the, uh, your story is fast and easy. You grew up here. I did grow up here, so just a few miles east. Uh, in Mount Bello, grew up and um, you know played nothing but sports. Never been I've been skiing once in my entire life. Broke my thumb. Never did it again. That do it for me too. I'd, I'd be out. Yeah. I broke my thumb. <laughs> I'm good. Yep. I wouldn't have even skied though, so yeah, I wouldn't even got to that point of breaking anything. <laughs> I did it. Um, went out and played uh, baseball in Kansas for uh, a few years, and then came back. What part? Where'd you Where'd you go? I went to Friends University in Wichita. So a small KCAC school in the, on the west side. Wanted to go to Wichita State and play there. And, well, yeah, uh, shock doesn't, especially yeah. then back in the. Uh, early oh yeah, 90s. They, were, they were big. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Gene Stevenson and shockers. Those guys. Yeah, Wichita, Wichita State, State shockers. Yeah. Best mm -hmm. baseball in the country. Mm -hmm. Then. They were, yeah, they, they were, were one of the top, they were, definitely they were tops. College World Series, like yeah. ten years in a row. Did you ever go and try out or do anything? Um, didn't try out. Uh, we got our asses kicked by them a, uh -huh. a couple of times. Um, it was interesting because I think everybody who went to Wichita State was four times faster than everyone on our team. It was just weird that they could just run that much quicker. Um, 
the, uh, um, but I went to a camp when we were in high school. My, my, I have a twin brother, identical. And, uh, That's really weird, by the way, <laughs> being married to an identical twin. Okay, how, how is that? Because he lives in our basement right now. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> and I won't. Maybe after. It's very you know. strange, though, yeah. to see adult twins. Well, you're saying that because I should have looked just like her sister? No. How do you not get confused? Well, the kids do. All the time. So That's better the, than. The kids are like, Dad. I'm like, <laughs> you're not mine. Wrong one. <laughs> oh, his kids. Do you ever play uh, jokes on the kids? Ours. Do you ever play jokes on the kids? We used to when they were little. Oh, my God. That that'd be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they always would figure it out about halfway through, like, same settling down ish. from screaming, ish. you know? Yeah. The same intensity. It's weird. Like, if I, the, our, our team sometimes thinks I come across a little too intense. No way. Yeah. And no I'm way, like, dude. Not really, and then Greg, <laughs> then Greg will have a conversation with me, and I'm like, "Whoa, well, why dude, so calm like, down, bro." Right? Like, like, you're looking in a mirror, like, <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> like man, that's maybe, funny. Maybe I should calm that down a little, <laughs> just a little slightly, not look so pissed off. Now the interesting part is, is he in the washing industry in any, or what does he do? No, um, or banking, right? Because it wasn't no, banking. No, no, um, no. He uh, designs bridges, and he's one of the top structural engineers for high-speed rail bridges in the country. Huh. That's awesome. So is he is he dealing with uh, uh, all the stuff in California? He's actually he's one of the top guys of, of the with the the yeah. twenty one bridges on the high speed rail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Northern California. And now they're starting That's the project awesome. out through Vegas. He's doing so. a project in Vegas that he's working on and bidding on, and he's mm-hmm. kind of all over the country doing wow. all kinds of stuff for bridges, That's teaching really awesome. people how to do bridges. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. So yeah, they are identical. Similarly nerdy. From the back, you're like, what is that? <laughs> That's really, really nerdy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, were you smart growing up? Uh, yeah. I a, guess he was. A students. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> His brother was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he kind of wow, had to be. Dude. <laughs> <But> see, <laughs> I mean, I was a smart one, but that's anyway. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Oh, confident. Yeah. Very confident yeah. too. So. Uh, he, he was the firstborn, so he like pushed his brother out of the way, and it's always like second. Always second been there, dude. Five minutes ahead. <laughs> Five, Five minutes. minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that word. They come. But straight A student. Not straight A's, but pretty close. We I think we were like num- number sixteen and seventeen in our class in high school. Oh, you're, you were sixteen. Five hundred. He was seventeen. I was oh, yeah, sixteen. Of he was yeah, seventeen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I just, I'm just yeah. making sure you got that on the podcast. Yeah, it, it's yeah. weird, you know, the identical twin thing. We <laughs> no, even had we both scored yeah, like official. a twenty-three on the ACT, and then didn't take it again. It was like it was good yeah, enough. You were done. It was good yeah. enough. Yeah. Identi- what'd you make? What'd you make, dude? He was doing good there. What's the lo- what, what what's the score again? What is it? What's the what does it go from? I think it goes up to 36. 34. Oh, man, I was like low I was 36. 20. Yeah. I, I was hungover. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It didn't bad. do good at all. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? What would you get? Like low 20. I was hungover. Did you, you get above 20? Well, yeah. But so, uh, well, uh, yeah. It was Congratulations. Enough to, enough to get in college and then be done. Right? Yeah, it was like, I mean, like, it was not good. I took it four times and made it 18 every single time. Really? Mm-hmm. It's consistency. But yeah, consistency. Because, yeah. I mean, you just kept going. Just kept going. <laughs> I don't like the math reading problems. I didn't like any of them. <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember the math reading problems. Like, it's like, just give me the numbers. I don't need the <laughs> equation oh, or the words to it. I hate reading. <laughs> Funny. That, that's why you do this now, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got to talk. We were talking to Mike Phillips. He was, like, writing articles. I'm like, man, I just, all we did is talk. And the information's there. It's right. easier. To yeah. sit and write an article. Oh. That would take. I would pull my. I'm like giving yeah. you hives right now. Yeah, I, about. Just, uh, <laughs> I, could, I could actually write I, one. Yeah, I, I could probably writing. write one. English I couldn't read fun. one though. If somebody gave me something. That's to what read, I mean. Yeah. Nah, uh, there's uh, no uh, way I'm reading it. 
but now day and age, I can't sit down to write like back in school. I can write English papers all day long. The night before, they right. do five hundred page. We talked about that a little bit. And, ago, and right? now it's a paragraph is a struggle. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm like, how to make this Instagram see, that's post four and sentences. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> but it's funny. That's what Mike talked about is how the way our society has gone and not many people write as well as they used to. Yeah. We're right. not grammatically correct. We don't write things the way It bothers me when people text you, like you put you or your, it's you are. That's like, it, it annoys me the... You guys, sorry if you do that, but it's just, nope. I don't like the, just. So straight A's here in high school? Yeah. Go to college? Yeah. Straight A's? Yeah. yeah. Well, close. You've graduated? 17. No, no, 16. but what, like, what's, sorry, what's your. What's your major? Uh, yeah, what's your yeah, degree? So I got a, so it was 99, it was, uh, I got a BA, so it was my bachelor's in accounting and in management, got minors in marketing and, econo- and, uh, and finance. Oh, yeah, sorry. Is that better? Yeah. Got it. Yep. All right. So, uh, no, I got uh, went to school for accounting and didn't know I was going to go to school for accounting. My, my first class, the accounting professor said, hey, you're good at accounting. You should do this for a <laughs> I said, uh, all right, I'll, I'll give that a shot. And so I started off as an accounting uh, major, got bored, and then diversified. And that's why I went to the accounting and then management and then finance and, and, uh, and marketing. Because I, I knew I was going to get bored with accounting. Like, that stuff was... It could pay the bills, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then I got my master's, like, right away, trying to play. Mo- not because I wanted to get my master's necessarily, but because I wanted to keep playing baseball. And so I had <laughs> I had a red shirt year, and so I had one more year of eligibility, and the only way to play was to get my master's, and I could still play one more year. Yeah. What'd you play? I, was, uh, I caught most of my career and then pitched for two years. Yeah. I pitched a little in college until I got whiplash. From, oh, from seeing the ball go over the fence? Uh-huh. Got it. Wow. <coughs> yeah. That only last part of my freshman year, and I got moved to the outfield pretty quick. That's, That's funny. Bad. Yeah. I, uh, people, when I, when I first uh-huh. started, yep. when I first started learning like, how to pitch. Get- oh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> when, I, when I first started learning how to pitch, the, all the, my teammates would go to bat wearing catching gear. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Target practice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Very afraid. I just throw mid nineties, and so it was. Uh, it would, it would it'd come in fast, but I could hurt somebody. Like uh, uh, major league. Like major league, yeah. <laughs> DJ. It wasn't a sight problem for me yeah. though. <laughs> just a bit outside. Funny, funny movie. That's really good. <laughs> oh, All right, no. Mrs. Autowash. Ah, my background. Um, I grew up everywhere. Uh, military brat, so literally everywhere. Got to travel the world a lot as a kid. Um, and ended up somehow or another in Vegas for college. And since I was living in Vegas, why not go to UNLV? Got a bachelor's in education, uh, quickly jumped into a master's as well. All right, so UNLV. We, we just stopped. Yeah, like, you, what happens you in Vegas stays in Vegas. Fast on that. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just put it this way. I was, I was an education major. I did not live on campus, thank God. Um, because a lot of the education department in Vegas, most of you, most men would know. Let's just put it that way. For fun stories, for sure. Oh yes, I got to learn a lot about the industries in Vegas that were very colorful. Behind the scenes. Shh. What's, <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Sometimes. <laughs> Hopefully it stays. <laughs> Hopefully that stuff stays there. <laughs> So 
got my master's uh, in education as well in teacher leadership, quickly became a school principal. Yeah, I was going to say, what part of it, what were you? I did everything, basically. I was everything from um, first grade through high school. Spent most of the career, though, in um, the high school secondary programs. Uh, I didn't go to high school traditionally. I can't have all the fun, colorful stories Dennis has. I um, basically at 16 said, forget all this. I know I want to do something else with my life than sit in class all day and jumped into college right away and um, got a degree so I could be out of there. So then when I'm a school principal of all things, working with high school kids, it was really easy to relate to kids that didn't want to be there, that had better ambitions. Uh, with the philosophy of we, if we can get them to 25, we'll be great. Uh, I ended up being a school principal for about 14 years in that industry. Whoa. Loved it. Um, in, in Vegas. No, that was mostly actually here in Colorado. Yeah. Um, Who's got the better system? <laughs> it's all messed up. <laughs> I'll just be honest. It, it's, uh, the best book is called Tinkering Towards Utopia. And uh, just the title in itself yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is definitely what education is about. We're always trying to get closer and closer to a dream, but no one's really there. And will it ever? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. No. And there's a lot of theory from business owners or you know business entrepreneurs, whatever you want to put in that spectrum that a lot of the issues with business happens because of the education system not really teaching kids and adults even the proper processes of business mm -hmm. it's all about going through to be a employee and it's all about learning <laughs> Dennis is itching to get in here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, that, that's funny. You know, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you struck a nerve. <laughs> he, he just mashes beer. <laughs> wow. It's warm in here now. No, I, I, think, I think you're right on. I think that... Uh, it's, and it's more, I think it's more so that the, the, the education system doesn't teach anybody about personal finance, and that screws everybody up from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Well, because they want you to go into debt. They, they, <laughs> need, you to, they need you to get a loan. I think the conspiracy yeah, theory is... To pay for education. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's the conspiracy theory side, but I think just at a very base, like, they're just not smart enough. And so people don't know how to manage a checkbook. They don't know how debt works. They don't know. They don't even know how those things work. And so they get the system fucked up for failure. I would add to that, though, it's also because in education we tell people that, well, if you love it, if it's your passion, just do it. Just do it no matter what. But you can have passion all day long, but if you don't have solid business practices or a plan, that passion kind of goes to the wayside because you're going to get run over by people with a plan. Yeah. Yep. I would agree with that. And, then, and for us, like, growing up in college, I mean, I remember here until I was there, uh, there were a lot of things that I did learn, but I think more of it was learned afterwards. Failure is the best education system. You don't learn by winning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, that's just reinforcing the threat. Right. But let's let's play on that for a second. But what in the education system you're rewarded based on participation. No, it's based on winning. You don't fail and do better. You you have to win to do better. Yeah. Some, sometimes, yeah, now go again. Uh, 
No. There you go. Okay. Uh, I, I, what I was saying was, you and I got A's and F's based Wait, on performance in school. Wow. A's? Okay. I'll hold speak. on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. There was very few A's. Okay. Dennis got the A's. Yeah, Dennis got A's. <laughs> I skated through. Yeah, I we skated. won't say who got F's. Yeah. But I but think kids. It was Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> but kids today aren't seeing F's. They're just seeing that they participated. So they changed the system, which I think is part of what we're seeing in business now. Um, what I I'm seeing, what I'm seeing with kids coming into business now, kids. Oh. Everyone's a kid in my book until they're like 30. Um, well, I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <Barely> <laughs> <to that>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be adults now. Nice. No more kitty table. Sweet. Uh, but So anyhow, just the idea of, you know, we're seeing all sorts of uh, people coming in, getting a lot of new detailers, a lot of people who are ambitious with lots of passion, but they, they struggle sometimes when they fail. And it's always like, how, how do you learn from it? Not, you know, this isn't just a problem, or this is, this is a problem, it's something we can learn from. It's not just about being here today, it's how are you gonna do it better next time? How do, what would you do different? Um, thankfully, no one's really burnt through paint. Usually, it's more of they're not getting quite enough out of their responses with their tools and, and detailing. And, and it's like, it's not that it's a failure per se, as much as you've got to keep persevering, you've got to keep going. Um, you know, this blue on blue combo didn't work. Try wool, try this. You know, what, what if I make a mistake? What if you make a mistake? Then gotcha. you'll learn. Yeah, you've yeah. got to make mistakes. We'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Interesting. So. Both graduated college, both did masters. Yep. Both have a lot of debt. When did, <laughs> <laughs> when did the magic happen? So uh, <clears throat> to, to, to start, I used to wash my car once a year if I was lucky. No, when did you guys meet? Right. I'm starting. I, I, I am starting. Oh, oh okay. I, yeah, I'm I thought you were going right into business. No, he's I thought he was going into business. He is going into business. Not. They're getting down to business right now. Hold <laughs> on. Let him get down the business. All right, all right, shut Let's up. Go. So I was never a, a <laughs> no, no, I wasn't really a car guy for sure, and and didn't know anything about car washing. Grew up watching, you know, watching the car in the driveway with my brother. We had a 1985 Ford Escort. It was our very first car. Um, with homemade speaker boxes. But we had it. Yes, it was of course. packed with speakers. Like I think it, it was like dropped because it was weighed down with speaker boxes in the back. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, it was never really that. that. So, the, so car washing wasn't on the front of mind. Detailing wasn't on the front of mind. What mine. music were you jamming out of those boxes? Back then. Mm -hmm. so this is 1991 through or 92. So it's got to be Warren G, Regulators. Mm -hmm. and That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> there we go. You know, uh, Snoop and mm -hmm. Jodeci for sure. Uh, all that kind of stuff back then. Okay. Yep. <laughs> back in the day. <coughs> That was awesome. Uh, so Aaron and I, uh, we got married 13 years ago. So the test is on. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're within a year. Yeah, that's right, 13. Um, and so uh, so the, the fun story is that uh, Aaron was actually stalking me. I knew he was going there. Yes. <laughs> that's why he brought up the car. Oh, you knew by the beginning of the story where it was going. Gotcha. 
And so uh, I, I had a, I, I had graduated to a Jeep, and I would park in front of my neighbor's or my bu- my best friend's house. It happened to be across the street from Wagoneer? her mom's house. What's that? Jeep Wagoneer? No, it's a Grand Cherokee. Yeah. Rear wheel drive though, in, from Kansas, brought it here to Colorado, and I wasn't interested in the car. No. Just for clarity. I was hoping it was a Wagoneer. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Those things were awesome. They're huge. None of them cool. Yeah. I did paint bumpers with my own, my, on my own with like flat black paint. That was that was cool. That was cool. <coughs> so a Cherokee. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'd be over at my buddy's house, and we'd be over there working till I don't know midnight, two o'clock in the morning. She'd be outside playing catch with her dog, trying to figure out when I would come out so she could hopefully snag me, I guess. Uh, and, and have a conversation with me. And I don't know if this went on for weeks. Should have never told him that. Like for yeah. weeks. <laughs> that's a lot of, the dog got a lot of attention. Eventually. Yeah, until he came in and picked him. The dog was like, hey, so what the, the fuck? The dog didn't like you, huh? Because <laughs> right after you came in. The dog didn't play fetch uh-uh. at all in the parking lot anymore <laughs> at that point. Eventually, the best friend discovered that it was probably a good idea to introduce the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Save you a lot of time. In I the, didn't in have the to play lot. with the dog anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot less time outside. Yeah, sh- shortcutted it, and so the so then uh, really quickly we got married uh, after about three months. Wow. Uh, like uh, Timeline: the best way to describe this is our first date was Super Bowl. We got engaged on my birthday in March, and we were married in May. Wow, nicely done. Yep, thirteen years later. Nicely done. <coughs> um, yeah, it was awesome. Been so on our honeymoon, instead of going to the Bahamas I or like Mexico or something like that. We wanted to do something that was much more romantic. For sure. And we would take it up a couple levels. And we went to a three-day financial seminar boot camp instead. Super romantic. <coughs> right? And uh, and I wish we could make that up. We're nerds. That is We're awesome. Nerd. You got a nice but, room, though. I mean, You know, the, the thought about <laughs> it. I mean, I mean, you had a heart-shaped tub at least, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, put the, you put the rose petals and stuff in the room still. Like. I think part of the thing is we had to, like, stab an arrow through our through our throats or something like that. We did. We did. It, it was crazy. 14-hour days of crazy talking about money, talking about how people don't have money, talking about why people don't have money, talking about why we don't have money other than student loans. Unwind, unwinding these negative blueprints that we have that keep us broke. Yeah. But right. the, our concept, honestly, was that if the number one reason for divorces is money-related... We were going to take that off the table. Wow. It's a great honeymoon. That's well, we got a good story. Investment. Yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so we left there, and we thought, you know what? We got to do. We got to have some kind of business for our family as we're getting ready to grow. We didn't know if it's going to be storage facilities or parking lots or maybe car washes. And so on our way home, after that third day, we drove by our favorite car wash, and we saw that the owner happened to be there. And we knocked on the door, and he opened up, and we hit him with questions for about a half an hour. Uh, this is like nine o'clock at night on a Sunday evening. <laughs> And, wow. Uh, <coughs> and, uh, and we left there thinking, you know what? And he walked us through his equipment room, and we got to see everything that was going on. And I uh, said, you know, car washes might be, might be it. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, how much do these things cost? And he says, well, two and a half, three million. And we thought, sweet, but we got less than no money saved, so this will be a <laughs> this is no problem at all. We'll figure it out. Uh, which was totally not right. We spent seven years um, learning about the industry, basically checking out every car wash machine system setup facility that we possibly could, um, learning what we liked, what we didn't, um, getting denied by banks multiple times because we had 
college loan, not cash. It wasn't even that. It's that we were broke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Broke, so, broke is temporary. Something about never having done a car wash before and <laughs> trying to borrow $2.5 million dollars. Yeah. With no experience, I can see why they yeah. pass it, and, and, and really no credit. Yeah, and, so and nothing to put as a down payment. Nothing. nothing. Our yeah. smiles, and that was about it. Yeah, but that wasn't worth much. See how that would be anyway. difficult. Yeah, yeah. Little, they have decent smiles. What do you yeah. mean? So we got denied a bunch, <laughs> um, and it and it's and it's frustrating, you know, because banks don't just say no, right? I don't know if you guys go through the process. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not nice and easy. <clears throat> just no. It, it's a long process to a no because they kind of drag you on. And it ends up being, uh, it lengthens the process, but it might be two or three months before you actually get to know. You call them up and like, oh, we're working on it, we're working on it, we're trying to get to it, we're trying to figure it out, um, we'll get back to you. And you call every week trying to follow up, and, and if they're asking for a bunch of information over and over and over again, and then they say, you know what, we're not really into uh, building car washes at all, so we're not going to do this loan, which is a nice way of saying no. Meanwhile, you spent three months right. waiting yeah. and waiting and planning, and your hopes are up, and then. <clears throat> so now we've learned that well, we, we took we got denied seven times on the first one. We got denied eight times on the second one, but at least on the second one we learned to do two at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so yeah. and, and hurry up, bank, and give us the no. And it's and it's get to the next one. You, you feel like you're cheating on your banker when you're doing that. Like you're double dating because you're 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 talking to one guy and letting them know they can't know that the other bank's trying to fight for the same loan, and so you're trying to go on both sides, and then it comes to the point where like either it's going to be appraisal or what the next steps are, and so it's very much a balancing act to not let make them walk away because you don't know if bank one is going to actually say yes, mm -hmm. and so you don't want bank two to like totally bail on it, mm -hmm. and you have to kind of like balance and nurture those relationships, and it's uh, <laughs> that's that's not fun, yeah, but part of the game. Mm -hmm. Until you get big enough where you actually have a relationship with a bank and they then they become your bank and you know mm -hmm. you can count But you on got somebody to say yes on the first one. We did. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, we did. You and said so after seven years? Uh, it took us seven years and, and seven, seven banks. Seven banks telling us no. Uh, March 15th of 2013, we opened up our first facility. We had built it from the ground up um, with the idea of let's make it look like we mean business. Yeah. Uh, and we realized it was a rockin' success when that first week we got the best phone call we've ever received. And someone literally called us saying, hey, we're at your Stapleton location. And we, meanwhile, are counting quarters on our kitchen counter being like, yes, you are, because it's the only one. Um, and so it just felt really good that we, we had actually made it look the way we wanted it to. That's awesome. Yeah, that is That's awesome. so cool, yeah. Yeah, totally didn't want it to look like anything that was mom and pop. I think we spent six months trying to figure out what to call it, and really, the auto wash seems so second nature. Um, but no one else had it. No one else was using it, so we did. It was pretty simple. Yeah. Told right? what we do. So is the, the domain was wide open? It was? Uh, domain's Auto Wash Co. Mm -hmm. but I mean, that's still. Yeah. The trademarks are wide open, or were wide open. Yeah. Yeah, it's no just longer. Uh, <laughs> redact, redact. Yeah, yeah messed up. <laughs> no, but I think you guys a lot of times have. It's you put on your logo that it's trademark. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It's trademark. Absolutely, absolutely trademark. Yeah, 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 without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to protect yourself. Great snag. Yeah. I think uh, <coughs> we get. We often actually get asked, "How on earth did you guys get that?" That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, no that's one else had. Really it. getting asked. I don't. Yeah, that's crazy. You guys got that. Name. Yeah, we've we've tried to do a good job of protecting ourselves. I think one of the things that people fail about a lot, a lot in business is they don't think about all the regulation. I think regulation and rules and some of the crap that you don't want to have to deal with, all the nasty, is what gets everybody in trouble. Yep. 
and where they thought they had a business, and then they didn't co- they didn't cross over those those few things that were really really important to protect themselves and leave themselves open for for failures in the future, whether it's sales tax reporting, or mm, you yeah. know, or other. <laughs> it's probably the biggest. No, one. I mean that's that's a lot of people that don't realize the taxes, yeah. everything yeah. that's got to go into the it. opportunity mm-hmm. tax, the yeah. the use taxes. Use Not taxes are a big thing. In business, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to pay taxes. And Lots of big taxes. Big tax bill, and I was like. What is this? Like, well, you're making money. Like, yeah, but because I'm just a kid. I don't. I mean, I don't know this. Well, like, why do you get so much? Yeah, what, what's going on here? So you know, I realize you got to pay yeah. quarterly and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we have learned a lot, but we've paid attention a lot and, and and just tried to try to do things the right way. I mean, build it up with the name was a, a big deal from the very beginning, and and then it was uh, we didn't know. The first wash was amazing success right from the very beginning. It really blew up and, and started washing car, a, a lot of cars really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't know if it was just us or the location or a little bit of both. So we didn't know if it was if we had a, a marketing magic or not. And so three months, but it did take us two years to get that one up once we figured out how to get permits and stuff like that. Was the whole process of actually getting from thought to open uh, was a two-year process to break, to get it open. Um, so two months after we had opened Stapleton, we put money down on our next location, not knowing that we were really going how well Stapleton was gonna do. We put money down on Northfield uh, to start that project, knowing it was probably gonna take us a couple years to get to that point, and, uh, and, and we, we did it. We actually opened Northfield. There was no road to the facility. We it was were early. so early in the development <coughs> of the like community. When we, when we first started, when we first did, there was like ten houses out in the out in the distance that you could see. Like this whole neighborhood's gonna build up. This is where it's gonna be. And, uh, and that's everything that's north of the highway back here. It's like it's huge now, mm-hmm. but back then, like there was nothing. And so it was really just a gut call to say, you know, this is going to be the spot. And our investors were like, "You sure?" No, I think actually you came home and said, "Hey, let's put some money down on this." And I remember being like, "What? Are you kidding me? There's n- there's nothing up there." Just he, dirt. Yeah. You know how he smart saw. he is, though. Well, he made straight A's. Don't, don't give him more credit. Than <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, the guy's smart. So. The doorways are only so big. <laughs> yeah, so it was a really, really smart move at that point in time. Yeah, still is. Um. <laughs> I like this guy. I think I walked into that one. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. And so, uh, so while we're d- waiting, knowing this is going to take a couple years, we decided that there was this other wash location that was struggling and and you, you, you know it's, it's always a small community whether it's detailing or car washing there's only a, so many owners and this other uh, car wash is being run by this other guy um, and he and I are trading calls every week trading numbers like keeping stats and it's like how many cars you guys do and he'd be like 500 I'd be like huh, 750 <laughs> <laughs> and that went on for about a year I said months so e- every week He'd be like, how many do you do? 500. How many do you do? 2,000. And so he just started ramping and ramping like, and ramping. How? He, how he stopped responding it? after a while. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. The game became no fun for him. He never won. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we're sitting here looking at it like, you know what? You're having a hard time getting that wash to do anything different than what you've been doing. Why don't you let us take over? Let us take over your wash. We'll rebrand it. Let us lease it from you. And let's see if our marketing magic that we're doing on our current wash will work on that one if it's not just location, uh, if we can make that work, even though it, we would call it like a B location, not an A. It's not frontage. Um, mm. and, and that sounds like a lot of old washes. They're all tucked behind, not in really the prime real estate because most developers want to just kind of hide those things. 
Because um, a lot of them are ugly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not ours though. Um, and so, uh, so we put our stuff on there and we grew that thing 50% in the first two years. Mm-hmm. And I think that wash was making, I don't know, about 270,000 when, when we first took it over. And you know, this year it'll be like close to seven. Awesome. Yeah. What washes are they? What what do you go with? So all of our washes, uh, we uh, very much don't like scratches. Scratch is a bad name in our family. There's a lot of car washes out there we do not like. I get it. That's why we're detailers. Yeah. So uh, we've got uh, tip, our typical model has three automatics that are touchless in bays. They're Karchers, and then uh, three self serves and two dog washes. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to do something that was. Uh, it's a machine that we fell in love with, but we, we wanted it to be a, a machine that really does, does a great job of cleaning the car. It feels a little bit different. Uh, it, 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 uh, it cleans really, really great. I don't think there's another machine that cleans better. It's also very expensive mm-hmm. and, uh, and a lot of maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> I think getting into the car wash business, and I know that you were in there for a little bit, is that uh, you underestimate the amount of maintenance that is going to go into that facility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For it, sure. It's funny. One of DJ's comments, that was a couple months ago. I was, I was busy working on stuff. I used to work for him at the car wash, so yeah. Yeah, and he goes, you always used to tinker with stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you have to. You have to always be working on something right. to make sure that it's doing what it's supposed to. And then there was times I would literally just sit there watching stuff work to make sure. To it me, was It was still working. <laughs> well, and I would learn the sound of stuff so that you know. You were one. I was one with the wash. You, no, you like, have to be though. Yeah, you like, have to. It's almost like you, you can do walk in learn there. the system of the wash so that you, you know if something's you not just, going. You just stop. You don't do anything. You just yeah, walk in you there yeah. and you listen. Mm-hmm. And you're just listening for yeah, the listen. Hum. <laughs> listen. You listen to the hum of the machines, the speed of the valves yep. turning, yep. like how slow they're opening. You know, it's all that. All the, those little the things. chemical pumping. What <laughs> did it hit too fast at that point? Why is it hitting? And there's too much air going. Like, yes, there's a lot of. There's much that goes into it's like it. You're smelling. Like I, yep. I was going to say, we, we added smells to certain passes of ours, so we know for sure that they're working at the right level. Yep. So you can actually smell yep. what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can smell the oil burning when a pump's yep. not doing right. All the, the five oil. senses. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why. Right. Beer time? So then we can't. I think I think yeah, you're DJ's itching. out. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm like, hold he on, yeah, I, yeah, I gotta yeah. try the next yeah. one. You ran out about five minutes. All right, <laughs> we got to we got to rate this one though. This so we do a one to five scale. Oh man, got it. let's rate it while it's on our mind. Yeah, one to five scale. Um, five like you're leaving here now to go get another one. One like you won't even think about picking it back up. Oh, everyone's looking at me. Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, so so I'll be completely honest. I'm more of a bourbon girl. Um, I would put this between a four and a five because I, it's a beer. Um, <laughs> and so I do funny. like the aftertaste, actually. So I'm, I'm saving a little bit in case the other one's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> I like the aftertaste. So you got to give it a, a, not a, not a between. I can't say a four, 4.5. Okay, there you go. There we go. 4.5. 4. 4. 5. All right. Nice and done. Yeah, that's pretty good. I wouldn't buy beer, but it's. Uh... <laughs> he, would, he wouldn't buy any alcohol at all. But if someone buys it, then I would say, yeah, sure. It's, uh, I'd give it a, about a four. It's pretty good. It is good. Yeah, really I was good. surprised. The coconut is surprisingly. Uh, it's sweet. Yeah, it's good. It is. Um, it's not bad. No, no bitter. I'm going to go a little lower, though, actually. I'm going to go three, five. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I liked, <laughs> I liked it, but it wasn't. <laughs> it's right up not your alley. manly enough. 
No. Oh, no, no, no. I like no. stuff like this. Oh, yeah? He doesn't like manly beer. He drinks the spritzer. Uh, <laughs> what's Zima? the? Uh, no, the, oh, no. He might as well. A lot of sugar in that. Uh, White Claw. What's the, the White Claw? It's no sugar. Yeah, he's talking about Zima. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's back in the day. That's, yeah, that's, I didn't hear that. That's yeah. what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Did There's you put the Jolly Rancher, Rancher in it? <laughs> yeah. That's Marty. Like, uh-huh. yeah. He's, he's not down with was that the, time period? Zima was way beyond you had a, time. You had a Zima manly came out now? It'd be huge. Yeah. I've heard they time. tried to make a comeback. I don't know. I was up in South Haven. The coolers, it was in the food farms. No. <laughs> it, no. My parents, my mom used to get it back. I'm a kid. I'm seeing the bottle. I'm, you know, trying to look, think of the marketing back in the day. But Max Hard Lemonade type stuff. No, it might have been Zima, but it was the bottle with like the Modelo cap on it. The the you know how Modelo has the uh, the oh the foil. The, yeah, you don't remember that yeah. at all. They were like wine. They were like uh, coolers. They were oh, like, Bartles and James. Was that yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. wine coolers. Yeah, it was wine yeah. coolers. Okay. Bartles, yeah. Bottles and James or something. Bartles. 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 I yeah, was, yeah, I was like a it. kid. I don't know. I just saw yeah, and I never drink. I never. I think I had like one. Oh, she tore him up. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at the generational yeah. gap here. <laughs> We're like ten. I'm, I'm, I'm ten. Yeah, I'm ten years younger than. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> We're like, yes. Right? Just put the table across yeah. that way. Nope. Uh, but yeah, three five. I don't know. Just there's something. I liked it, but it just wasn't. I just figured you'd like it more. Three point five. It's not a course light. I, it's definitely not. Definitely course Light's at like light. a one point. Corey is it a I five. I am not a Coors Light fan. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I will drink a lot more than something else before Coors Light. The Sunday barbecue at DJ's that. house is Coors Light. Is that right? I don't know. I'm not invited very often. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would say that. One time. <laughs> 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 I always give him a hard time. Because we have barbecues. Dude, it's not. And then his, his dad came one time to the shop and was like, yeah, you should come over. And I was like, yeah, DJ doesn't ever invite me. That's not true. And ever since then, it's a joke. <laughs> That's the joke, though. That's where the joke. the joke came from, was from your dad. All right, rate the beer. Uh, 4.25. <laughs> well, you went very specific. I did go specific Splitting because it's not quite a 4.5. It's a really good beer. No. It's pretty yeah. good. I do like, I mean, yep. I don't know anything beer. about this brewing company. Good though. River Beer. I would definitely grab it again if I was at the store. Where and I wanted something that Good River very, Beer Denver. Very um, summery. But who's the brewery? Summery, yeah. I think Good River Beer is the brewery. Oh, okay. Nice. They did put their hashtag on River Right Bright. Beer. Oh, River well, yeah, Right Beer. Down for the cause, bro. Yeah, but not. That's what we talked about. Why do people not put more? They're of their a cause type company. Social handle. They and want stuff. people to follow. Yes. And yeah. I'm that's just why. Saying good job. Okay. All right, next beer. Yes, please. Hazed and confused. Hazed and infused. I was I was kind of con- I had to double check the label on this one since we are in Denver. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I think Marty was Should open. Should I be concerned? No, 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 no. Here's here's the line. Here's infused the li- with what? Here's the line. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Hold on. Oh, 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 nice. oh, oh. Oh, party foul. Party foul. Come on, off. man. Here's the line. Mm. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Is that a movie reference? Because I don't know it. No? Mm. Come on, that should be an easy quote. Clean up your uh, mess. Dazed and confused. Thank you, sir. May I have another? When I is missed that, that movie? Do they say that? When he's getting this spankings, when they uh, always do the spankings. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Vegas, when you went and got. What, oh, that, yeah, I did. That Heart Attack Burger. Have you heard of yeah, that place? Yeah, have you been to Heart Attack Grill? No. In yeah. Vegas. You were in, lived in Vegas. 
I did. When yeah. you're a local, you don't go on the strip very often. Yeah. So this is old school strip. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, it's old Vegas. Yeah, this is yeah, old Vegas. You, you probably like this at Heart all. Attack Grill. They put you. They you go in. You've got to put on like. She doesn't know it, dude. Yeah. Okay, but I'm saying like you go in. You got to put in like a. What what do you get on? You get in like a gown. A That's gown. what it's it is. You get in like a white like scrubs. The people walk thing. around like doctors and nurses. And it's like a heart attack burger yeah. place. And the theme is. Is it like messy? But no, one of the, yeah, it's, yeah it's they have disgusting. a big scale out there for you to step on. So SEMA, way. SEMA, we have to do yeah, that. Yeah, SEMA, you have to. Okay. Okay, yeah, we should go. Yeah, we ah, should. It's so gross, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I can't eat like that. We'll, we'll like, and if you don't, burger. if you don't eat your food or they if you just want to do it, they, they walk you up and they spank so you So Marty intentionally, so intentionally did not eat his food. I was oh, going to yeah. say, or if you just want to do it. Yes, I just he wanted just to wanted do it. He just wanted to do it. looking for a spanking. He just <laughs> wanted to spank I just wanted to spank from her, too. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, uh, there might be exceptions. Where else did we get Sleeping out there, Marty's still that single that if you guys on, are... Uh, no. uh, at SEMA with Sonax, we went to... Oh, the Hoffbrow. German place. It's the yeah, German... Yeah, Hofbrau uh, does the same thing. You get spankings from the German ladies. Yeah. The The... German ladies are like young German no, ladies. No, the They're German still ladies, like the, the or like the German yeah, yeah, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, I don't know. No, there was one. I was yeah. like, nope. That she means business. Yeah. All right. So definitely a different style. This definitely. is a, yeah, a pale this ale. One, um, this one different. I don't get the haze. This one different. Part. Yeah. This is Denver Brewing Company. What's it no, supposed to be infused with? That's what I was asking. Sure, it doesn't really say. It on the doesn't. Can. No, it says hemp. I'm kidding. No, it right. doesn't. Or hop blend may sound like a nonsense, but it creates a big, fresh, unique flavor that says drink me. It doesn't say anything. It is a really pretty label, though. Uh, I don't know. It'd be cool great. if they did like monster energy drinks and had it like embossed. Hmm. Yeah. Weird, yeah. That's, I wish they would say more about their stuff. But Hasten Infused Pale Ale. Paul's advertising. Yeah. You were really hoping, weren't you? All right, let's jump into a couple topics. <laughs> um, I think... Uh, we didn't get into how we got into detailing. No, we didn't, but we will. We're just chasing rabbits like we always do. <laughs> yeah, we it's will, worse when you're in, in, in uh, person with the, with the guests. And, and that's sort of what we wanted to talk about is the first part was... Um, because I see it a lot with Instagram and with detailers, they want to... I don't know if they, I, I, I don't understand quite the marketing of always constantly telling their prospective customers and almost yelling at times if not going through car washes, mm-hmm. right? And detailers really use as a platform to say that they're better than going to a car wash. And, uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, no, I disagree. I, 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 I'm not saying yeah. that they're right. They're I'm just saying that that's the way a lot of detailers sure. are. Yeah. Um, and, and I wanted to I wanted to pose that question because because we I I immediately went into a car wash I thought it was more productive like I enjoyed what I did so if I could take quality into a, a setting to where we could be more productive and do more at that high quality I'm just doing better business and better for my customers DJ worked at a car wash then he came to work at our like. We know plenty of detailers that started at car washes. Mm-hmm. So why's the hang up with why can you not be a professional detail shop and have car washing? You, you, you know, I've got a few thoughts on that. I think Please share. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to <laughs> wait for it. Keep in mind, our detail shop is not at a car wash. 
I think there's a very different perspective to having. Well, there's there's detailing, then there's detailing, right? Like a lot of car washes say they detail, and it's just a wipe down, and I wouldn't I wouldn't count that as detailing. It's just more of a finishing service. Is that what you call a flex? The flex, what is it? Uh, no, I mean, like the full serve car washes. It's their full serve. Yeah, the, you have a lot of the express Man, washes but now. At our customers, which we've talked about, like, and so they've separated their packages. Mm-hmm. Like you can have express, you can have full service. Yeah. And then there's a detail. So you're right. Right. Like, it's a different, but I see what you yeah. mean. Like, so I think when it when it comes to taking care of your car, there's uh, a, a few different ways to look at it. One is uh, like lubrication prevents scratching. And I think that's the, probably the biggest thing that, that we see and watch people go through tunnel washes. And uh, yeah, here, it, we, we're, there's a little, little bit of sand, so we see tons of micro scratches mm-hmm. happen in the car. Not flagrant scratching, but lots of micro scratches on the car. And I think it's just a, uh, it's a, it's a matter of lubrication, that they don't have a sealant or a wax on their car. Or that when they came through the first arches, they didn't put enough soap, or and maybe dr- that soap did run. not have enough lubrication on it. There wasn't really soap. Yeah, there's a lot of car washes out there. I, that, wasn't, yeah. And Aaron and, and I kind of, we're, we're, we're torn <laughs> I mean, on this. because like, right. like mm-hmm. It is true. You know, we're on the in-bay automatic, the, the, the touch-free side of it versus the brushes, the friction mm-hmm. washes. Um, I think on the friction wash, there, there's a, li- a little bit more of a, from our perspective, a money grab. Mm-hmm. And it's just how many cars can I get through? I don't really care how clean your car is. Like when we go to the car wash show, that's more of kind of how it comes across. It's kind of the energy that, that we see. How many more cars can I get through the line in a given time? Mm-hmm. Right. Not how can I clean your car really well because you love your car, mm-hmm. which is our, our production. It's our perspective. It's production washing. Yeah. It is. It is completely. It's about time. If you you know if you love your car but you don't have the time. But but yeah. there are customers that absolutely like their time is so valuable. That's what they mm-hmm. want. Yeah. And I I feel like as a detailer like fine go through that wash but then keep in mind that when you come to me like we might have more to work on yeah i think it's you know definitely there's not a it's not a bad model it's just different right it's just a different way and it's maintenance and, and the, the the more the, the primary way that aaron and i think about it even for our customers is that it's like you brush you know every once in a while you, you, you mouthwash you brush your teeth and floss and then every once in a while you got to go to the dentist and you know that that's true yeah. you know, same thing with your car same with yeah. the car. Is that you're, if you go through car washes, a lot of times it's, it's just like you're just brushing it's your, your home care. You brush your teeth, mouthwash, yeah. and, and you really have to go to the dentist once every six months. I am totally stealing that. That's good. Right. I mean, because <laughs> they got to get in there with their special tools and, and clean out yeah. a little bit and, and, and make it you know new again. And it's just that you can come out and it's all fresh and mm-hmm. clean mm-hmm. and polished. Yes. They do that too, right? And, uh, and, and, and so I don't think that it's, it's, it's bad. I think that you have to do what you have to do because on the other side of it, you have to protect your car. And if you're not washing it within 24 hours after it snows, because here in Denver they're putting mag chloride and a salt brine mix down, that it only takes 24 hours for that salt to start causing rust and damage to the underbelly wow. of the car. And so if you're not going through a wash as quickly as possible, you're just extend, extending the level of damage mostly to the undercarriage. Mm-hmm. And so it's... You, you can't get onto an auto wash ever within the first week of a big snowstorm here in Denver. Like yeah. without an hour, without a, you can't without an hour okay. wait. With an hour, hour and a half yeah. wait for all of our washes. But that's, and that's not just our, I mean, any, any wash in any this wash in the city, sure, yeah. it's their, their lines. They're just gonna be, mm-hmm. gonna be Definitely lines. Definitely an hour's worth of wait of rusting out the underneath of your vehicle though, I would assume. Right. Yes. 
Yeah, so that I mean, part of that's nasty. You have to wash your car, or you should. Um, yeah. And I and, and I prefer that over washing at home. So then, why did you guys open up a detail facility? <laughs> we wanted to provide that dental service, that so that extra level of care. So if our customers will wait an hour to wash their car because they love it's more them. of a holistic approach in a sense. It is. It was to fill a gap that we we were getting asked. We we had been asked probably for about five years from customers calling us. Do you guys detail yet? No, we don't. Mm -hmm. Who do you recommend? We didn't know anyone to recommend, so we never actually put recommendations out. How many locations are you at now? Seven. Seven. We're about to break ground on number eight. Congratulations. It's going to be awesome. Um, But what what actually ended up happening was the final, like, rusty nail that caused us to get up off our butt was um, we had a brand-new white Suburban, big vehicle. we got three kids. Uh, And our neighbor decided to... Multiple dogs. (laughs) And our neighbor decided to... stain his fence, to spray his fence with a gray stain, and um, didn't realize he overshot his fence Overspray. our entire white Suburban. It was cool. It had a like, speckled gray new paint job. It was pretty awesome. It was Play, unique, yeah. now one of a kind. Yeah. You know, it was great. But only on like one half. It was a consistent. It, it kind of covered the most of it. It was, it was like a Mako paint job. <laughs> it was, uh, no, we thought, literally, we thought, no big deal. We have car washes. We'll just take it through the car wash. We didn't understand chemistry at that point in our story. Um, that it doesn't work in your that journey. way. Our, sure, our washes sure don't work that way. It does not work that way. Um, and so, needless to say, we could not get this stain off. We didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I was going to do like uh, paint thinner or I, mean, I don't know what I was going to do to try to get it off the off the vehicle. But I know I didn't want to do that because I would probably ruin the paint. I kept saying, "Don't do that. That sounds bad." So we just waited. Well, and let it cook. We ended up. Paint <laughs> <laughs> thinner would have been a way. <laughs> that, that's kind or of the, the spirit, two parts. Like spirits, spirits, yeah. Yeah. We literally had no idea. It, yeah. We live in Denver. We're a mile high. The sun is intense. It cooked on our car for almost two years before we had a happenstance encounter with a detailer. And Dennis says, well, "Okay, happenstance. Hold on. Uh, uh, we had hail damage. We had hail damage. And so it's at, get it's getting an, an adjuster was taking a look at it, but at the shop." There was some guy that was doing something, what I didn't know, but he was doing something to a car. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he knew what he was doing, maybe. <laughs> hey, man, let me know what you're doing. I, I said, hey, <laughs> can you come take a look at this? <laughs> like, I have no idea how to get this off here. you have any ideas? And he didn't say a thing to me, which is really kind of weird. He, 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 just, he looked at, at me, <laughs> and he happened to be, cl- he happened to be claying that car. <laughs> and um, he walked over, so he had a piece of clay and, and, and some lubricant in his hand. And uh, I didn't even know what it was. And uh, he walks over, squirted a little section. Rubbed it off and just kind of shrugged and was like, "I'm like, what? <laughs> Where's the mic? We gotta drop the mic. Right. <laughs> mic drop." I was like, "That's it." And then what do you do? Like, <laughs> I, I said, "Show that to me again." He's like, and then I asked him a few questions. And he's, you know, you can't tell him to show you more spots. Yeah. Spot. <laughs> really by the time, section, yeah. yeah, this whole half yeah, of the car, if you could. Get this real quick. Um, but it, 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 it struck me when I was there. I was like, you know, we've been watching cars for a few years now. And lots of them, if we don't know that, and we're in the in an industry that takes care of cars, how many people don't know? Mm-hmm. And so, the average Joe, our neighbors, our, any of our customers, mm-hmm. you know, and and so it, that's was kind of the really the the, the catalyst that pushed us towards finding out what don't we know about detailing and what don't we know about chemistry? Um, because I thought that was I thought that was cool. And he and he did literally send us home saying now go do that to this entire suburban and we were like and I said I don't have that kind of time <laughs> right I'm not time for that I ain't got time for that that's a lot of real estate I'm like what am I 
That's for a little like eight tiny hours piece of clay. <laughs> with a one-inch square piece of clay. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so that that got us investigating. So what did you do? Well, that we got we started looking into what was chemistry. How do we actually? Do, we're definitely not going to pick a tiny piece of clay. That suburban got traded yeah, in. Exactly. Still with the spots. It, it actually all over didn't. It. it actually didn't. I, uh, I, being the nerd that I am. I started watching all the hour-long how-to-detail videos that no one wants to watch because they're an hour long. By the time you're done, you could have had it clean. I know, <laughs> but I learned. Oh, well, you're right. Okay, yeah. and then you know I got all, a whole bunch of different products from like chemical guys, and yeah. uh, I did not buy from Adams. <laughs> and, we had uh, chemical guys, Meguiar's, Riots. We had a whole bunch of. Yeah, let's try it. Stuff. Yeah, some Meguiar stuff. We went to Walmart first, and yeah. I was like, all right, what do they got on the shelf? Which like like five or six different things, and got those, and then we ordered some stuff from um, off the internet. And we're just trying to figure out why. I was going to try a bunch of different things and see what worked best. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we were trying uh, some different things, and uh, wasn't successful necessarily. And then um, we started looking at our, our journey. Went to like trying to figure out products for ourselves. And because uh, at got this point we said we need to figure out some way to help our customers so who didn't know how to do this. Right. And so we reached out to a chemist and said, hey, we, we, we need some sample products to test. And he says, well, do you want good, better, or best? I said, well, I want the best you got, man. Why would, <laughs> Why would I do anything else? Why is it a right? Like, that doesn't make any sense, uh, which is kind of a clue to us later on in the industry of like, oh, oh there's, yeah. there's, there's, a, a, yeah. there's, there's a, a good, better, best yeah. in this industry. Oh, okay. That doesn't make seem me feel good. right. But, um, but anyway, we used some of the, we got the best, his best that he had and uh, started using it and got a clay mitt. Uh, we used like four or five different versions of clay mitts. And, and uh, some were leaving black streaks on the car and they're oh like yeah. degrading oh yeah. and they're just yeah, cheap yeah, ones stuff, sure. right? And so we got the whole Suburban up with the, the mitt and one of our products, All which is- All of which were tested on this white Suburban. <laughs> oh, nice. Poor yeah. Suburban. That's like my Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> Everything got tested on the Jeep. <laughs> so and the Titan, they have a white Titan, so yeah. uh, white titan, people were white like, hey, what's on that? Man, I mean, who knows? Like what this panel? section's <laughs> got that. What panel are you talking about? That. That's got, who panel. knows? Like, yeah. Yeah. So complete clean came out of that mm-hmm. in our essential eraser, and mm-hmm. that's what we finished the Suburban with, mm-hmm. and knocked it out. Took all the stain off. No struggle. It's easiest to, to take off. Everything else I had, I had to work really hard, and it was it still wasn't coming off. And sometimes I was having to like be abrasive with it, and with complete clean in the, in the eraser, it just it was easy. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, that's freaking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we got a winner. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that's the the, the the birth of the the product line. Mm-hmm. And so you see you see detailing and car washing as brother and sister. Complimentary. Yeah. They're very complimentary. Mm-hmm. Here's a. Go ahead. <laughs> we were gonna talk at the same time. Uh, we we find that a good detail makes a car wash sing. Without a doubt, man. If I can get every. Makes a car wash what? Sing. The car washes do so good because Here, what's the, the number of problem? You guys see this. You guys detail cars. What if if some, no one's touched their car in five years? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's and the first thing they need done? Everything. Well, what's what, what's the first thing you do to the paint? You wash and then you clay the shit. You out clay of the there shit out go. of it. So if you just could teach customers to clay their Simple. cars, yeah, just that. It, I mean, because obviously when the environmental fallout sticks on the car. It creates little, like little, little fingers sticking up and could grab any piece of dirt. 
or water and everything, it just sticks to the car. The surface area of the vehicle. And so now all that dirt has, is sticking to that stuff, and it makes the car wash that much, have to work that much harder to try to get that stuff off. It can't remove the physical stuff, the, the environmental fallout that's stuck in the paint. And so. Even it, with it, friction, it's not removing it. Right? And so until yeah, you yeah. You mean you got to use clay? That's if you don't use a yeah. clay or a clay alternative, like the um, like nanotech, man, you know, it's stuck. Mm -hmm. And so then you get we get the dirty call, dirty car comment. Like my car is still dirty. I'm like, well, it's covered in water spots and a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> um, What'd you expect? <laughs> and so you know, and you see the brown cloud that's downtown. Like that falls on your car. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. just go away. Mm -hmm. And so if we could teach our customer base to clay their cars every six months their cars are going to be a lot cleaner because the surface is going to be smooth. And so yeah, very much complimentary. That was a, a, a lot of our, our intention with the detail shop. was like, hey, if we could add that and just, just do that, that piece, then our, our customers would appreciate their vehicles that much more. They, they, mm -hmm. they, would, they would clean that much easier. Because I got customers. We have people come in all the time and say, you know, Dennis, I just want my truck to be clean after coming through the car wash. I don't want to touch it. I just want to be able to drive through and be done. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, then you need to. You need the clay. Yeah. Yeah. And then it works. Yeah. So we're actually going to, because of that, we're going to start, um, we have a membership program with our car washes, uh, but it's still like our passion, like clay your car, please. Uh, so starting next month, we're actually going to start offering up free clay and seal kits for all the people who sign up for our new membership program. Um, so that they can take care of that and the car washes look great. They get some new products. They get some education. The value is tremendous. So they sign up for the unlimited car wash, unlimited car wash and they get a clay mitt and a spray and the lubricant. So lubricant. Clay clean, the mitt, towels, and, and the mitt. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, all the stuff so that they can do a clay and seal at home. Um, if they want to come to the detail shop, we'll show them how to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, but that way we can empower them to take care of the vehicle that they love. That's why they're going to a self-serve car wash, you know, um, and we get an added benefit because they think, wow, we took care of them, and two, the car washes now don't have to struggle as hard um, because we're really taking off that first layer and doing the best protection we can for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let me let me throw this question out here. Um, Let's pretend like this whole detailing facility isn't here. Maybe we go backwards in time to mm -hmm. when you didn't have it. Mm -hmm. Let's say a detailer who wanted to be optimistic in their marketing and reached out to a car wash owner to offer services for their customers and to joint venture in something together. Mm -hmm. As owners, I mean, how would you guys, how would you guys look at that? That's a really good question. I thought it was. <laughs> That's why you asked. Like that, was, yeah. that was good, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really proud of you for that one. Thanks, man. Yeah. So I'm going to give him some time to answer while I continue to think how proud I am. Okay, cool. <laughs> and drink question. some beer. Can okay. I get a blumpkin, too? Absolutely <laughs> not. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's the question everyone wants the answer to, is how do we partner up? How do we cross this void? Um, I think the first the first issue is there's a mindset in there, um, and then there's also what's the, the mindset? The mindset is that we serve two different clientels. Okay. Yes. Um, so. I was just gonna say the second piece would be the education for both parties. Here, here's here's the way that we look at it. How from 
how can we add more value to our customers? How can we give more value, more ridiculous value? Like that's that's constantly what we're thinking about. What what can we do that is that provides additional? Well, yeah, because if there's a car wash that opens up across the street or a mile away or right. four of them open up right around you. So if I was, how do you have the most value? So the most value is I'd probably stick with that conversation we just had about claying and, mm-hmm. and the importance of that and how that can work and figure out some way to partner up with them and say, hey, look, if we do a clay and seal in your customer cars, they're going to be happier because it's going to come out that wash looking a lot cleaner than it does as it is. It's, it's going to make your wash look that much better. If you, I think that's probably, I would figure out a way to, to figure out how to some, incorporate some kind of uh, cross-marketing for clay and seals like services. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not full detailing and that's like maybe the, maybe the clay and seal is the gateway, like the gateway drug, the, the mm-hmm. tester, the trial type thing that they get to kind of see that that's an easy service for us to do like that doesn't that doesn't cost a whole lot it's not doesn't take a whole lot a lot of time but so a detailer approaching an owner maybe that's a good entry like kind of get your foot in the door type thought process i'd probably go film with a with a fallout finder and say hey let me show you something i knew you were gonna go there (laughs) right sandwich bag right fallout finder or cigarette like cigarette yeah. wrapper or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, anything that magnifies yeah. the, the fallout that's on the car mm-hmm. so they can really see and understand it. Cause you, you know, or tinfoil. I don't know if you guys have ever done that before. I haven't done tinfoil. So we had a, uh, so our, the orange truck usually sits in our driveway in, in the back and it kept, it's just in the sun all day long. I had this thought, I was like, I wonder, you ever done like a rubbing with like crayons and stuff like that on paper? I was like, I wonder if I can oh. take tinfoil, put it on the car, and do a rubbing on oh. it. And you know what? It works. It works. Yeah. Just like but a, just like a s- But then you sheet. can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can see all the fallout on the card and it's just lumpy. Uh, you like took the other one. I'm taking that one. You don't get it. I take, <laughs> I take this one. So <laughs> what are you taking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. Huh, Using Temple. So I, I feel like Justin did a really good job with IDA, um, I guess I would have been last year. Um, at the car wash show with really trying to go in there and educate car wash owners on what they're missing in the chemistry side of things. Unfortunately, most of the car wash owners Chemistry, do you mean like symmetry? No, chemistry, about that there's there's stuff baked onto the car and there's oh, certain the things that take of it off the d- and okay, certain okay, things okay. that don't. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of the car wash owners weren't quite ready to hear it. And we're literally walking up and leaving the conference rooms in droves. This was fascinating. So I, we, we, Aaron and I split up last year at the car wash show, and we tried to make it a point to hit all the detailing uh, sessions. Uh, there weren't any this year, which is really kind of interesting. But last year there was a whole bunch, and we went in and we walked and we sat. I'd sit in the back of the room because at that point it's just a, we didn't have very many staff people, so we're answering phones from our car washes yeah. still in the yeah, back yeah, of the room. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sitting there while we're answering phones and managing the messages that are coming in, and the room might have started with 150 to 200 people in there and ended up with 10. Oh, my All of gosh. which were detailers. Because uh, every 30 seconds, another car wash owner would get up and walk out once they found out, oh, this is just about detailing. And they all walked out, and I looked at it, and I said, man, 90% of the room just left. All car wash owners don't care. That's what it it feels like and that's why it started with mindset there's a mindset around like well this doesn't really help me as a car wash owner necessarily reach my customers you guys work with you know, high-end fancy cars and i'm good with mommy minivans and pickup trucks daily drivers the reality is is the cleaning process for both is the exact same <laughs> <laughs> you're hilarious the, the process for cleaning them is the exact same 
and the the car wash people really just need to understand like how much better it impacts their wash how much better their wash will look if the car is already 10 steps ahead you know yeah i don't, I don't know how else to put that no no I, that's, that's why we do what yeah. we do we we can decontaminate any vehicle even the ones that are going through our washes right um we can paint correct all the vehicles that go through touch washes and come out with lots of scratches like so we can do all that interesting stuff. that that was your answer because you mentioned prentice earlier and when i yeah. led um at the southwest car wash show mm -hmm. i led um two different seminars one with um prentice and bob phillips mm -hmm. and um we talked about just different dynamics of, of detailing inside car washes, and then me and Prentice did some stuff by ourselves. Mm -hmm. And Prentice talks heavily of playing and protecting and using a, mm -hmm. you know, of course he promotes, um, uh, yeah, peanut, uh, but what is it, bead maker. Bead maker. Bead maker. And how you can clay and protect at the same time, which makes sense, mm -hmm. like it's a good, it's a yeah. good idea. And Prentice did a lot of your writing and did a lot. So is that where, did you kind of pull that from, from Prentice and I the way he educated? We, not necessarily. We pulled it from ed our own education with our car washes. One of the number one complaints that we see in the car, with our car washes, was around the idea of the eyebrows left on the windshield. Ah, uh, yes. Right? That's, a di that's kind of a slightly different chemistry because of the porous nature of, mm -hmm. of glass. Um, and we were struggling with the the eyebrow comment. Hey, my windshield still looks well. You look through the yeah. windshield, and once one thing. Oh yeah, dirty, the number one complaint. Was, my car's dirty. Yes, yeah. the number really one complaint was always windshield. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And the best way to remove that was to actually take the nanotech glove, our essential eraser, to the windshield. Play the windshield. Yeah. Yeah. Five minutes, not five, five seconds. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are really getting in there. <laughs> 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 wow. It's it's done, right? It's fixed. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah. And so that was one of the, that was one of the big reasons why we said, you know what, we really should be offering this to our customers, to our clientele. I mean, we have over seven thousand people that have downloaded our app for our car washes. Oh, sorry, I'm way off. Um, You're I, at what now? Sixteen thousand. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't think I'm at a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but I did steal detail supply as the app. So you pulled an auto wash type thing. You got to name it. Yeah, I grabbed the name early. Yeah. So maybe, maybe later I can that. be at that, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we fifteen thousand. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, that's sixteen grand. But right actually, that's that awesome. we can push notifications. Too. Yeah. So because of that, like we can we can say, hey, swing, you know, you got this issue, swing by, and oh, we can man, fix it, and we can fix it quick, and they are shocked, and it lasts a long time, and that's the piece and that it introduces them to our shop. Oh yeah, and it yeah. adds value I to the. Customer. Oh, so you send them here. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I appreciate. Mm -hmm. I don't want to pay for shipping. That's expensive. Mm -hmm. well, th well, that we. No, I just didn't know if they were going to your location. Uh, yeah. So your so car our sites are so unmanned. Okay. I mean, yeah. we only have someone on site for about four hours a day, That's cleaning so and putting soap in and, and make sure everything's working right. And then we have a second crew that comes in and works on everything, make sure all the most 
machines are doing PM and the preventive five maintenance. Senses, listening to everything, smelling things, yeah, tasting guys. the soap yes. and everything. Don't, don't taste them, so, please. Yeah, yeah don't, don't taste. taste. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, that's a bad idea. Okay, okay, okay. Four senses. We are Four working senses. on a drink, but. <laughs> Maybe next Is year. it going to be hazed and infused? No. It might no. be. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 so. We Will it be infused? We bring them here because we felt like the detail shop was how we got to know our customers. Yeah. That's the most important like piece. We're, when, it's, when, it's, when it's car washes, they're going through so fast. And they're just, you're re it's like a rent-a-customer type thing, right? And they're, they're in and they're out and they're gone and they're on their way. And you have very little opportunity to interact with them. And so when we you know, opened yeah. up the detail shop, we looked at it for us as a way to connect with our consumers. With with our with who the people who use our washes, a way for us to get to know who they are, what they're thinking, and get some responses back, and it gave us a, an ability to really to build a relationship with mm -hmm. them where we otherwise didn't have mm -hmm. uh, for the first few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. And so now they come in, they come in, they come for details, they come and buy products. Um, they meet us at Cars and Coffee. We have a lot of different events. You guys do a lot of events. I see. I watch. I follow you guys on Instagram, and you guys are at a lot of car events. We are. <laughs> and now lot. with our relationships with the motorsports folks and um, various uh, tracks in the area yeah. is also expanding that reach. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's fun. So you're saying there's more to business than just running a business. You actually market and go out and do stuff? Yeah, you just clean, run a business. Oh, you don't just clean cars? No, yeah, you just clean cars, too. Oh, man. That's yeah. You don't have to get out and do anything really? extra. The cars come to you. Something yeah, it's just if you Somehow. build it, they you will just, come. You just yeah. collect the car, collect yeah. the quarters. You yeah, you just collect yeah. water and you yeah. build it, they just show up, right? Exactly. That's yeah. There's no back end. No, there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we always built it with the idea never to collect quarters, but really to build a business that happens to clean cars. Mm -hmm. I think a lot, a lot of people get into it thinking about watching Breaking Bad and how many quarters they can That's collect. That's the best. It's literally the best Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching it about the you middle of season two. Oh, no, yeah. That's one of the few so I've ever how finished. Do you ever yeah. Yeah. So, little snippet we've never seen any of the episodes that involve the car wash. Except the very first one where he's working at the car wash, like the right. very, very first mm -hmm. episode. So, when people ask us, like, car wash is like Breaking Bad, we're like, yeah, no. just like that, I guess. Uh, we've never seen I really experiment. hope it's I, not just like that. But I can that. hypothesize. I'm like, I know how I would do that. Yeah, right? <laughs> how much you, soap you do I have to put that, down the drain to make it, it look oh like I thought it was a gosh, great series. It was literally the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way they did videography. I loved everything. The, everything they did about it. Yeah. I was every week I was like, God. We really like should one finish One more week it. to the next episode. Oh, you no. watched it live? I, I, I watched it. It was a week by week thing for me. Oh, no. <laughs> hell no. no. I didn't know anything I about it until Netflix. And after then I just, the guy. Oh, geez, I lucky you, because yeah. I had anxiety for a week. Oh, like, what happened to you? Yeah, no, I can't. After it's the guy's horrible. head got smashed by, by the, the ATM, ATM machine, machine? Yeah. we stopped watching. Oh, oh you were done? No. <laughs> that was kind of where we stopped. I mean, it was definitely I mean, We graphic. just kind of ran out of time, and we don't watch it, We don't watch TV. But there's more that, like, the moral compass of people is so I was like, it's So I do, when I'm. I work. I work at home a lot, so yeah. I'll fill bottles. <laughs> I'll label. I do like. Yeah. And I'll just put something on in the background, and I that's how totally I started. That. Yeah, that's how I started watching. Yeah. We, we watch a lot of Doctor Phil because I've got two. Of <laughs> oh my! I, wait, I wait. know. Forget I that. I, I edit. Edit. <laughs> Hold on. That's Unfortunately, not yeah. me. <laughs> okay, thank you. Because <laughs> she said we. Well, she did say we. I think she's referring to our daughter. <laughs> I'll, re I'll rephrase. <laughs> our our 15 year old daughter, one of her high school friends, helped me with all of our bottling and manufacturing, mm -hmm. and they watched. 
Dr. Phil a lot. Okay. It is fascinatingly strange. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I post a lot of videos of <laughs> bottling and filling. And <laughs> yes. That's the way it goes. Yes. Yeah. I'm behind. I was supposed to do like 500 sample bottles today. <laughs> Oops. Right. Yeah, so, no, it's, it's, it, it takes a lot. It's, it's no, nothing. I mean, if, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah. And it's not, but it's worth it. Right? And yeah. so that's, I mean, that, that's really it. It's 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 disappointment over and over again. It's it's stress over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's knowing whether. So what keeps you going? Um, why not? I think so. the world is our whiteboard. If we can think it up, if we can be imagine if we can imagine it, we can actually make it happen. And it's kind of cool whether it's a success or a failure. If it's a failure, we just learn what not to do next why time, not? right? Um, but it's the idea of like, I had an idea, I brought it to fruition, I got to see right. if it actually right. worked or not. Cool? And you make a little baby and it starts to grow up and right. you're like, ah! So do you stop, people talk about like stopping and celebrating your successes, or do you just like, all right, cool, we did it, next thing. So or we still haven't, celebrate, we like still have not been on a honeymoon, so no. Oh. Um, we, we, we don't necessarily, I mean, we just We actually going. passed up on a fully paid trip to Jamaica this January. Crazy. <laughs> Because we had too much going on here. It was, uh, you know, for, for us, it's like we're, we're just getting started. Yeah. And so we don't really have anything any to really necessarily celebrate yet because yeah. we're just we're just getting going. And, it, and it's hard sometimes. People say, man, the washes are great. You guys are like, and, yeah. and for us, it's like it's really humbling because I don't I don't feel that way. And, and maybe that's part of my growing up that, that you know. That's the OCD I, of it. I causes would, me to yeah. be driven. I would say we do have nine cars, so we do celebrate a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. And, and we you treat yourself, yeah. We, we you don't take trips, you buy cars. There we, you go. we enjoy some fun toys because it's it's marketing okay, expense. Okay, we're good, yeah. There you <laughs> go. We, we figure out how to fun, have, have some fun. Yeah, smashing yeah. Uh, right. animals on 90 miles an hour, I mean. Yeah, that's still. It's a, a roadrunner versus the coyote type. Sorry, thing. I yeah. know it's too soon, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the car back next week, hopefully. Maybe. Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't drive it back here. Uh, we don't have a choice. <laughs> oh, okay, well. Insurance won't good ship luck. it. <laughs> then I should drive it. I'll, I'll drive it this yeah. time, and I will dodge the said there coyote. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, check out our Instagram page. Yeah, we hit a coyote awesome. at 90 miles an hour with an I-8. We have video of pulling it out of the grill. No, that in hindsight, awesome. that would have been really been so good. Awesome. No, oh. but the video of the lady complaining about you improperly dumped a coyote and the cops being there, that would have been, been, been better. Oh, I don't they think, I honestly don't think we've actually released the photo of him out of the car because he was really big and it was kind of grotesque. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like putting a genie in a lamp and then taking him back out. <laughs> <laughs> He was already skinned and ready for Roadkill Diner. There you go. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. He's <laughs> ready to go. Just stick a fork on him, throw him in the fire. Funny. You're good to go. Yes, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought we were going to have time for topic two, but yeah, I don't know that we do. We've already rolled. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow, I'm curious what topic two was. Topic two was about, which we could do another one. Part two. Yeah, part two. We could do a part two. Um, and I, th I think it would be a good part too. I think, and, and the, the idea with topic two was when somebody has a dream, you know, there's a lot of detailers that want to go, quote unquote, to the next level, right? You know, you guys started in one spot and you've continued to grow. And we don't always know how to, you 
seven banks. The second one was eight banks, you said. Like, how do you, if you have an idea and you have something you want to do, how do you get the funding yeah. for it? How can you actually, and or the other question is, should you? Mm. Yeah. Those right? are two very different questions. They are. Mm -hmm. They are. And so I wanted to look at that. <laughs> Maybe. It depends on who you ask. Yeah, it depends on who you ask. How would you answer number one? Yes uh, or no? I guess we're going in the... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Is it just a yes or no? Ooh. What do you mean, yes or no? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I, I think you, you, you start with writing a business plan. And that'll tell you both answers. It will. Because like, if you can't write a business plan, don't get started. And, and it's not that you're going to use the business plan necessarily, but you got to write your thoughts down. you got to think about it. you got to get it out on paper a little bit further than just, like, I got a good idea. Um, that's just, like, the entrepreneurial seizure. That's like, oh, hey, I should do that. I'm, I, I, I like polishing cars. I like, I like cars. I have seizures every day. <laughs> right? Oh right? <laughs> i got to do that. <laughs> 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 the ambulance is parked at the warehouse. Yeah. So save that one for next time. <laughs> yeah, but I think that would be a really good discussion. It would be. I, I mean, because we have detailers that we know that go into massive debt. Well, no, that's not where I was going with oh, it. Sorry. I was going with it as we. Uh, there are detailers that start cleaning cars. They they fall in love with the process, but they also fall in love with the entrepreneurism. Yeah. yeah. They love being their own boss. They want to grow and do more. Yeah. Right. That's just they that. We've got Mark from Firehouse, perfect example. He's got uh, fixed location. He's got uh, mobile detail. He's got uh, uh, a place at uh, the, the airport. He's going into another city to do stuff in Atlanta. He's got, uh, what's the other one? Um, I helped him get into a Chevy store to start doing on-site. Like, so he is all across the board and wanting to do more, okay? Mm -hmm. um, ben from... Uh, was, was a big example that I wrote down. Yeah, um, Ben from Green Clean Florida who created Narwhal Trailers because right. he does everything solar. Right. And so he's trying to create a brand of trailers to be able to sell that are solar powered. Right. Yeah. You've got different people that are trying to... to really cool idea. To grow, yeah, great idea. Like, and really trying to grow out of, I don't want to say not just detail, but they want to grow into a different style of their business, but maybe we we don't know as detailers how to actually do that. And so I thought that would, be, it's like given from your planning. history and everything, yeah, I think that would be great stuff for you, them to know. You get mm -hmm. to, I mean, I think the, the, the biggest question that Aaron and I get from people a lot, and it's it, it's frustrating for us for sure, is the comment of, why doesn't AutoWatch just buy us out? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, we, we get that question, and the, the reality is, if you're... If if you're a, a one-man shop or you've got a couple people but it's you're the main the main ringleader of that shop and you're doing all the work you don't have a business to you buy don't have a business, yeah. I mean mm -hmm. I yeah. uh, indentured servitude is illegal mm -hmm. I think and and so you know, <laughs> That's illegal, yeah. you know right and, and so that being the case there's nothing to buy but there's this uh, I, I don't know that this thought that goes out there that if I you know start a business and and being a detailer while it is a business, it's self-employed. It is not a, a business where people work for you and you can walk away. Mm -hmm. If business can't do anything when you're not there, it's mm -hmm. not a true business. It's just self-employed, and there's nothing to sell. And, and I think that's maybe where your question is going, is how do they take the next step? How do they get from the, in the cash flow quadrant? How do they go from the self-employed to the business owner? Mm -hmm. 
because that that is the that's the the hard leap. That's the hard. It's a leap. very hard leap. That it's is, and and, yeah. and, it, and it, I, I want to say it's probably ninety percent mental. And that's in serious schooling to bring up the cash flow quadrant and really understanding what those differences are. Yeah. All right. So let's pause because I think there's a lot of good nuggets there. We could go another hour and a half. And I think we could like <laughs> what I'm saying. I think I have more beer. I'm just like I mean I think that would if you, like and we can do it remotely at another time you know if, if you guys have time to do it I think there would be a lot of good information yeah, that people could learn mm -hmm. from so mm -hmm. absolutely um, all right let's rate hazed and infused pale ale from Boulder Beer Co Colorado's first craft brewery interesting 1979. Oh, 1979. Yeah. I was one year old. I was. You know, if you're doing every ball, ten years. <laughs> still in the ball balls. You <laughs> <laughs> shoot me all over the bed, probably somewhere. I don't know where you shoot me at somewhere. <laughs> you haven't been shot yet. Failed. I think you only get one shot. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He was practicing a lot. Probably. He was practicing. <laughs> all your brothers and sisters got out of the way. Yeah. Until yeah. it was time. Yeah. And then he shot me, and I was got in the right spot. Ten years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hazed and confused. Hazed we are raised. Oh yeah, I'm still on the dazed and confused. <laughs> I think you're just a little dazed. I'm just a little hazed. You're a little confused. And infused. Hey. Hey. All right, one through five. Uh, you know, if you're still doing the same thing since 1979. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that they're doing the first thing. I think it's just been enjoyed since 1979. Oh, got it. Uh, I honestly, I'm not a huge, huge fan um, of pale ales to begin with, so I'd probably put it at like a two. Yeah. We don't always rate fives, so it's okay. <laughs> you know, uh, for me, I, I think the same thing. I'm not a, not a big uh, pale ale fan, but it's uh, surprisingly, I'm not, it's, it's not, a, doesn't have that bitter reaction that I usually get. Right. It's a little bit smoother. That's than exactly where I was going. Yeah, because a lot of times, even though it's not an IPA in a sense, it's a pale ale, and I'm not exactly sure what the difference between a pale ale and an India pale ale, mm -hmm. but I think it was something to do with the hops when they would move them from India, and that's why it has an India pale ale, yeah. but I'm not exactly sure what why it's just a pale ale, but you're right. Like, a lot of times they have that bittery, and we don't get it. Mm -hmm. I, I actually kind of right. like the bitter. Especially as it gets warmer. Yeah. Like, I don't, this is not bad. Yeah. Okay. All right, one to five. Uh, two and a half to three. Three. They want a number. Yeah, you gotta have a number. <laughs> gotta be specific. All right, DJ. Uh, I'm gonna go two. Because I just was. I mean, it yeah, you didn't like it. it. Just yeah, I didn't no. like it. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go three. I. I thought it was good. That was okay. But I'm not gonna run out. There's plenty of other beers that I would run out you and rate that point five over that. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. You know, in like st the statistical analysis of things, a three is like. Completely useless for mm -hmm. feedback. Very yeah, much. Very, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> Good job, guys. Way to help him out. Way to abstain from a vote. Very neutral. <laughs> very neutral. And that might be right. Like, it's a neutral beer. Like, it's just a, a good average beer. On a, on it's a not bad. It's not good. It's just. Yeah. No. <laughs> I guess the point being that it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not great. Mm -hmm. It's a three. I'll tell you what. <laughs> we'll get some fives in the back of the room. We'll Let's do it. Lights. Hell no. There's <laughs> <laughs> we'll a little 30-pack. No. All right. Give us your social handles. Um, ah. Oh, hold on. Before we do that, yep. I completely forgot. God, that's horrible. 
When I sent you that itinerary and sent you everything, we have. I noticed that. We, yeah, well, then why the fuck didn't you I say something? I up your sleeve. You always tricky, no, man. No, I just I, I had a lot on my mind. I guess I missed that part. We have what's called the. I was dazed at that point, maybe. Uh, you probably were. We have a. It's called the tab out question, right? I know when you went to UNLV, you didn't spend a lot of time at the bars that closed at like 2 a.m. and you know you just random comments to random people. I know that never happened, but. For those of us that did, you just randomly had, maybe you had just been chatting with somebody on the bar, like just random question or some stupid thing that you would say. So 145, bar is closing down. Yeah, it's our tab out. We're tabbing out, we're done. You have the tab out question. You get to ask it to us, and then we ask it to all the detailers that are out there. Weird. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it can be. We've had some crazy questions. Oh yeah, it's, it's all over the board. Too. Some yeah. good business questions. Crazy all or just really there was one of like would you kill yeah. Mary or something else with and it was three I different think women to feed into part two my tap out question would be at what point do you tap out Ooh. of your business wow when do you I, call I, it quit? yeah no 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 I, I love the question for me personally um, it's it's it it when I can't claw anymore. So I, I think of it as a journey, as a process that I'm climbing a mountain. Mm -hmm. And when I literally cannot reach up to grab the next and keep, that's when mm -hmm. it's time. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I think mine is more when the business is just literally running me and I'm not running the business anymore to where it's overtaking life and lifestyle. Whereas I came to this business to have freedom of time. But when I'm being constantly pulled, and right now I'm in a phase, I mean, you know, there's different phases where you're, where you're that way. But if it's an ongoing, long-term thing to where I'm just literally pulled every dif different direction and I can't control it, I'm out. And it's going to be a hard thing to do because pride. I, I have a lot of that. Right. A right. lot of it. Yeah. And I built. A I think the industry has a lot of that. We all do. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that would be the point. At mm -hmm. some point, I'd have to just go ahead and give up if that was the case. Good question. Yeah, great question. No, you don't have to answer. She's looking at you like you do, <laughs> right. right? You don't have to. <laughs> There's no tapping out. There is no plan B. Yeah. There's no tapping That's out. That's my point. When like, I literally cannot reach to grab the next thing. You know, it, it's about the journey. It's about mm -hmm. growing. And, you know, it's, there, you know, people ask us all the time, what's the goal? Like, what's the end game? What, what's the exit strategy? The goal is to have fun. And, yeah. the, you know, they <laughs> ask us that. And I'm like, you know, the goal is to build a national brand, and I get to create every single day working with Aaron. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I do anything else? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, that gets that for for me, that's it. It's like we just we get to create. Some days are better than others, uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we control our, our destiny at this point, and mm -hmm. good or bad, it's. We and get, and we I think that's what I love about entrepreneurism. Like, there's not a roadmap. Like. I get it, education, and I get it. Like, what I love about it, there's no how to do. Mm -hmm. You can literally do whatever you want and figure out as you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and we'll ask that to everybody else. Chime in, and uh, when do you guys ever tab out of your business and call it quits?
It's a great question. What auto nice wash hires me? <laughs> <laughs> There's a there line go. for me. I get an offer letter yeah. in the mail. There you go. All right, let's do this. You got to get in the back of the line. It's back there. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give us your social handles where people can find you, where they can stalk you if they want to. Mm. Uh, you can follow the company on AutoWashCO uh, on Instagram. You can follow me on Mrs. AutoWash. Auto wash guy. The big stock is going to be the auto wash guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the the reality is we handle a lot on the on the company handle. It's just what the company's doing, and then we try to share what we're doing on our side. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, all social, it's the same. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, on LinkedIn, it's just me, Dennis Dreeden. Find mm -hmm. me on LinkedIn. He uh, does that more than anything yeah. else. How do you find that? Yeah, well, I've tried. I really do my best to, but I, I go back. Interesting and forth. connections. I get a lot of people ask me about car washes. self-serve business how do I grow myself with car wash mm -hmm. you know what what else can I do you notice you guys have a membership program how's that working for you I get a lot of those kind of questions from some really, from, from, from some really interesting people as well um, from some uh, quasi celebrities and things like that so it, it's interesting for sure that's mm -hmm. cool that's cool mm -hmm. Mr. Patterson uh, you can find me on Instagram at DJ Patterson uh, you can find the podcast at pints polishing podcast on IG nice and we are at total Auto solutions or Marty L Hill so thank you guys so much for the time. I know uh, we've spent a bit here, and I know you're probably anxious to get back to work. Definitely not go back home. And no, they're not going, they're not going so home. Yeah, they're they're, gonna, they're, staying they're gonna go back to there, work. There's no difference between home and work most oh, of the time. Yeah, well, we agree. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a home office or a chair. It's either yeah. way. Same thing. It's either way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah. We go but to sleep talking about it. We wake up talking about it. <laughs> Sometimes it's a problem. Nah. <laughs> but we just want to say thank you and letting us yeah. come in and see your wonderful facility. Um, and uh, we wish that Sarah would have come to say hi and hang out with us. At least she picked some decent beer. She did pick some she good beer. Some beer for so shout out to Sarah. We miss you. Hopefully we'll see you before we leave. And uh, we always like to tell everybody to make it a great day so that they can enjoy their life. Good job, and man. And their journey. Good job, Marty. <laughs>